When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally-owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on a football Friday. Of course, we're going to talk football, but we have got to start with the NCAA tournament. A couple of classic games in the Sweet 16. We actually saw old school and new school basketball all in one night. We'll explain. We're going to get the very latest on the Lamar Jackson drama. We've also got some news and notes from around the league, including Jimmy Garoppolo not being able to catch a break when it comes to Tom Brady. Could Ezekiel Elliott piss off Cowboys fans. We've got another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've got some over-unders and you in or you out. It's a Friday here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. And the sticks. Come on, sticks. Doing 60 down to one. Was it? Yeah. Wave it over your head. T-shirt helicopter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Spun out your wheelhouse on hubcap. What's that? I was going to say that. It is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. No Brady Quinn. Uh, he has boycotted the show. Uh, he has said, Don't, uh, bro, stop start rumors, man. He has said uh, he refuses to do the show until... Everything is in the exact colors of South Bend, Indiana, and the campus of Notre Dame. He oh, is he is hit up. Uh, it is a big dispute uh, through his contract. Uh, agents involved. It's getting nasty. And so uh, until this gets resolved, unfortunately, uh, he's not going to be here on the show. We're hoping to have a resolution over the weekend and he'll be back Monday. But he's adamant it's got to be. Uh, Golden Domer approved and a lookalike Golden Domer facility in order for him to show back up to the show. So that is that is the uh, the speculation out there. That's that is what I've heard uh, when wow. I've talked to people. So so there's that. Uh, you want me to give you my best Brady impression? What's that, Jonas? Why are you always making things up, Jonas? Um, okay, here he goes. I mean, okay. here you here you go, Jonas. Like here here you go on one of your. <laughs> Jonas Knox tangents, um, and you're just like you just make things up. <laughs> was that good? Was that, that was pretty, pretty good. good. That was really good. Can I Thank give you? you. <laughs> can I give you mine? Uh, uh, yeah, go cool. give it to. Me. 
Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, 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 hold on. So what you were saying, Jonas, is uh... <laughs> the, the best. The best is when we'll be talking to like Albert Breer or Petros and Brady jumps in with a hold on, and Lavar and I just look at each other, and go, "Here we go, yeah, here we go, let's, <laughs> let's have it." We are off and running, yeah, uh, but we are it. off and running on this Friday here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Uh, Brady will be back next week. Don't worry, everybody, relax. We're having fun here on the show. We're going to be go. have fun there. You all go. the way up until nine a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. You can listen to this show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Friday. We appreciate you doing so because we are coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there on unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Obviously, a lot to get to with what we saw. A couple of classic college basketball games last night in the Sweet 16. Yeah, man. But first things first. First things first. Come on now. You know what it is. It's a football Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Friday night is a football Friday. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Football Friday. Jackhammers. Sledgehammers. Hammerhammers. Yeah. Hammers everywhere. Hammers everywhere. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. it is a football Friday to. here on, on FSR. <laughs> Always plenty of room for football and plenty of time to get into football. But man, oh, man, did college basketball put on a show last night. <laughs> Thank you, Russ. By the way, good to hear from Russ. He just uh, is recovering from arthroscopic surgery on his knee, so it's good to oh, hear from Russ. Oh, that's what going to say on his ego. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I think that uh, that, that went under. <laughs> he was under the knife for about 17 weeks last year. So oh, damn. This, this is a uh, po- postseason. Oh, it's postseason. post-season oh, carrying all that ego. Yeah. He needed, needed <laughs> By the way. Is it fair to say that that might have been, now that we're on, this, on the topic, is it fair to say that might have been the worst f- debut of a big-time quarterback acquisition in the history of the NFL? I, I mean, I can't think of one off the top of my head that fell as flat as that one. I, I can't. But I'm, I'm certain there is. I'm certain he's not the worst. The but. only one I can think of was Jay Cutler's first year in Chicago when they traded all that capital to bring him to the Bears. And, you know, he didn't play well, but that team was also I – mean, I don't think anybody expected all of a sudden they were going to be a Super Bowl team. They were talking Super Bowls in Denver. And yeah. they were awful. <laughs> That's a long way away from a, a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, and why is everybody jumping on his wife, man? Like – I, I don't like. Do there's mean? just certain things that bother me. It, well, not literally. But, oh, I know. Um, I'm saying. Well, yeah, I didn't not know literally. I didn't but know they were but going figuratively after. speaking, oh man, like Jason Whitlock, uh, Marcellus. There's a couple people. Like I guess because the outfit that she wore to the awards uh, ceremony. What, what the was hell it? was wrong with that outfit? <laughs> I mean, I guess they thought she was like doing it for the streets. 
You know, okay. well, I don't know. I thought it was a little bit of out of pocket for my peoples <laughs> to do that. And I saw a few other people, you know, kind of saying, like, what's wrong with Russ letting her do that? Or this is a sign. This is the handwriting on the wall. I, I don't know. I'd be down with that, man. OK, you know? first off, if it was his daughter, I get it. It's his wife. If she wants to go out and, and dress a certain way, who cares? OK, uh, but let's just say it's his daughter. You know what I mean? Like hmm. it's kind of it's kind of out of the jurisdiction of the media to go after okay, that's family fair. members. That's fair. If they're not hurting anybody, like they could just really be into fashion. You know, like and I know I know people are saying it's like symptoms of society now, the way that, you know, things are done and like the emasculating of men and, and all kinds of stuff different I, I don't know yeah i don't know man i just anyway here's but here's, shots out to russ and sierra yeah, man it, I, you know here's a reality football could, is football give you know, russ a hard time for how he played football but wise. he did not and miss on off no, the football field absolutely not he did not the, the, he russ you did not miss multiple time super bowl winner when it comes to what happened uh is uh, in his personal life because that is a full-fledged five alarmed rocket ship and lying. I've he seen her in person. She's oh. she's better looking in person than she even is on on like pictures and videos and stuff like just as you know, you did well, Russ. And, yeah. You know, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So back to, to what you were talking yeah. about. So uh, yeah. uh, so just defending Russ. Arthroscopic surgery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, and you know. and so uh, he's recovering and he'll be yeah, uh, a full recovering. participant uh, when training camp comes around. But full Go participant. Denver. Uh, last night, and l- let's start because there's plenty to get to, but Kansas State, Michigan State yep. was fantastic at Madison Square Garden. That's I'm a- just glad Michigan State is out. Oh, come tomorrow. on. You take out Tom Izzo and well, the Spartans like that. I just didn't want to have to deal with, with Plex gloating tomorrow. Oh, that's true. I didn't think you about know, because we lost, you know, we lost, so we're out. We're I didn't home. think about that. Yeah, we, I don't have to worry about Oregon State with TJ. So, you know, I, I, I hate, I hate that the Big Ten took an L, but I'm happy I don't have to deal with with Plex wearing his green and 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 talking trash about uh, Michigan State basketball. Which, by the way, he is all about Michigan State. He oh, lo- yeah. he loves to proclaim loves- Michigan oh, State. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a Michigan Stater. Yeah, he's a Sparty through and through. But uh, they come up short. Fantastic game goes into overtime Kansas State advances in the East region last night uh, they're the three seed I think the expectation was that they were going to win but the story of that game is Marquise Noel who's a becoming a star in this tournament uh, a tournament record 19 assists and I'm trying to think because he really stole the show from a passing standpoint and I'm trying to think when's the last time a player in college basketball was the star in an old school traditional point guard way where he just facilitated the basketball, got got guys open, got them buckets, and that was really the story of the game. Like I'm trying to think when's the last time because that's Tyus Etney. Yeah, like that's old school. <laughs> like you could you could say Lonzo Ball to a certain degree was a phenomenal passer at UCLA. That was always the strength of his game. His shooting was always, you know, a little bit of his detriment, but he he could really facilitate the basketball. Not like this though. This this guy's on another level. And I don't know what it looks like in the NBA. He's well, five Chris eight. Paul. Yeah, maybe. Maybe but I think Paul offensively was still a little bit more polished than Marquise Noel. Like he is phenomenal and just the fact that he's doing it on this stage, I think just speaks volumes to who he is as a player. I mean, the no look 
Like he's talking with the coach on the sideline and acting like they're arguing over a play and throws an alley oop. And at that moment of the game, unbelievable performance. It really, it really was a throwback, old school basketball. Seeing a point guard, a point guard control the game Ramil just by Robinson. passing. Yeah, and you got to go all the way back for that. We don't see Sherman, it anymore. Sherman Douglas. I remember Sherman Douglas. Syracuse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Sherman. Greg Douglas. Anthony. Yeah, maybe something like that. But mm. it's it's been a long ass time since we've seen somebody do it that way. It's I guess the comp would be a team in the NFL who just runs the football and keeps running the football and doesn't give a rip about it, it, passing the ball. They don't give a rip about trying to go aerial like everybody else in the in the league is doing. They're not trying to go run and gun. It's just old school basketball, and it was fun to watch and fun to see that it actually still works, especially at the college level. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good time. I'll take that. Yeah. They were some good games, man. They they were some good games. And, you know, I haven't felt like I was all the way excited about March Madness for, for a really long time. I watch out of necessity. Um, I don't watch out of the, the joy of it, like the total jubilation of what you feel when you watch, uh, watch, watch the NCAA tournament. But, you know, this one has been pretty, pretty, you know, exciting. It, it, you see some young stars out there. Um, you, you see, you see the parody is is what I keep hearing and and what I was feeling when I'm watching. Um, and, and the conversations have ensued in other other shows, other forums, as to when you look at at how this tournament is playing out, you get an entertainment value that you generally just you can't achieve in college football and and to see you know schools that that don't have the name recognition you know the size and stature of some of these major programs out here yet still those 12 guys can go out there on the court and on any given night can win yeah and and I find that to be pretty, you know, just watching it. And that's how it's been through the years. But it seems like, I mean, doesn't this year seem like more so than you've ever seen that teams that are supposed to win or be dominant, they lose? Yeah. I, I think the, the separation and the gap between teams is just not what a lot of people – I've seen in the past where you don't have a dominant team. You don't have a team that's just going to run away with it. You know, Houston, Alabama, they've been consistent and great all year long, but it would not sh- shock me if Miami beat Houston. I mean, I, I know it's a long shot, but it Blair would not surprise me. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that wouldn't be a shock to me. So, and it's one of the reasons why I always like, I wish the NBA would do shorten see a series to start off the postseason. The seven game series it's great because the best team wins every time, but from an entertainment standpoint, I mean, a lot of times those games early on in a seven-game series are blowouts, and teams just mail it in because they realize, well, you know, we got a few more games to play with. If you opened up the first round of the NBA playoffs and you, and say you didn't want to do a one-game playoff because all the, the the revenue from the playoffs and hosting playoff games, if you opened up the first round of the NBA playoffs and imagine the 1-8 matchup is all of a sudden a three-game series – if the eight seed, which we've seen many times over the years, wins that first game, 
now you, all the pressure is on the one seed to have to go out and win a game. It's win or you're done. And I think if you added that to the NBA playoffs, you could get a little bit of a feel that you got from the NCAA tournament. The problem is the money involved, the TV deals, it's never going to happen. Well, so And legacy, though. Because I think to put that on a different era of of players, it it calls into to question how their legacy will will play out. If if these guys, if this group of guys for all these years have had that opportunity to to, you know, get it done within seven games and now it's a one night. I agree with you though. I mean, I think the, the stakes would be so high, you but I just Dikembe think legacy Mutombo, play. Remember Dikembe Mutombo laying on the floor in Seattle, putting the yeah, basketball the over his head? Because yeah. they were an eight seed that beat the one seed Seattle, and, and the way they were able to do it, it was it was a five-game series. Remember back in the day, the first round of the NBA playoffs was a five-game series. If that's a seven-game series, they're probably not winning that, but yeah. it was a, it was a shorter series, and they were able to pull off an incredible upset like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I could, I I mean, I could do lesser of a series. I just, I wouldn't say go one and done. Yeah, although I, know, I think, absolutely not. Although, although I think it would be dope as hell if you did a awesome. one and done. Would be awesome because all of a sudden there ain't no load management. That's gone. No low management. <laughs> like, no low playing. management. Like like somebody somebody gets their kneecap ripped off. They'll duct tape it to the side of their head and then go out there and finish the game. Like if yeah. you want that NBA back, make it a one game series to open up the playoffs in the first. Or at round. least best of three. Yeah, or maybe in the early rounds you make it best of three. Yeah, you know? it would be it would be fun, but that'd last... be interesting. I do think that would be interesting. That would that be would. a good time. Yeah, that'd be that a good time. Be. So uh, last night was a good time in college basketball, and uh, we're going to be. Having what a good if you time added here. best of three to the the final four? I think it would take away from it. Mm. I just I, I think the one and the one and done like winner take all you know, uh, you know sudden death feel to the NCAA tournament is what makes makes it great. But a lot of people say that the best team always wins when there's a series. Not always the best team that wins single games is the best team. Yeah, they were just hot at the right time. Yeah. Well, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know where people fall on that, but you know, you know how that goes. Yeah. Well, people will find something to bitch about. Always. It's this, Always. Uh, this day and age. Uh, by the way, something you can't complain about: Dollar Shave Club. Because yeah. you're still overpaying for a razor in this economy. Gross. Dollar Shave Club. You can get a top shelf shave at a, at a top at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available to store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. We're gonna have the usuals coming up later on. We got another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've also got some over unders. We're gonna have you enter you out a Friday edition, and it's all yours. A three hour extravaganza here on FSR. But we do have somebody who has been warned. They have been warned by an entire league. This is a star player who's been given a strict warning by an entire league. We'll tell you who that is coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. 
they play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Mr. Mujo Umberto. Huh. 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 Why are you whispering like that, Jonas? Whoa. Oh, man. System of a Down's best song, Spiders, and it ain't even close. You're in on this. Shout out Glendale, California. And Hollywood. I think they're actually from Hollywood. I think that's where they grew up in Hollywood. Yeah. 
You're, you you guys are in on this? Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Great okay. song. This, this actually might be Spiders by System of a Down might be in my top five all-time any song. It's a great oh, song. Wow. Just outstanding. Just, just, oh, it's so good. Huh. Just grabs you. It's gripping, you know? That part is they don't play it in their concerts enough. Yeah, that this sounds me nothing off. like the genre of music that uh, Lee and Todd like, though. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm just saying it's a little but, different. This is way, a little darker. If somebody put this on on their phone at the Jimmy Buffett concert, <laughs> there'd be four incidents of cardiac arrest. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, <laughs> like it's a little harder core than than, than they, that music. They, they'd they'd run out of uh, they'd run out of chest paddles <laughs> at a Jimmy Buffett concert. <laughs> they need recharge. <laughs> We need recharge over here. Come we need recharge. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. By the way, coming up uh, in a little over about 20 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, this is not a good look for several fan bases in the NFL. Find out if one of those is yours. That's 20 minutes from now in another edition of In Case You Missed It. But uh, we do have the latest twist in the saga in the NFL that does not seem to be going anywhere. I was wondering who's going to take over the mantle of and, and take over the throne of most discussed storyline in the NFL this offseason. I thought for sure it was going to be Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. And then Lamar Jackson stepped in and said, hold my beer and said, I got this one. Don't worry, everybody. So here's the latest speculation and uh, the latest twist in the Lamar Jackson saga. The NFL sent a memo out to all 32 teams saying that a person who's not certified by the NFLPA may be contacting teams on Lamar's behalf. And under league rules, obviously, teams can only speak to Lamar Jackson because he does not have an agent. So Lamar Jackson speaks for himself. And when he speaks for himself, Lamar Jackson does it via Twitter. That is how this works nowadays. So uh, based on the report where Tom Pelissero of NFL Network pointed out that the gentleman who is doing the reaching out to generate and spark interest <laughs> in an offer sheet, Ken Francis. Is a hustle man. Yeah, he, uh, he most recently, he's a Florida man, most recently was pitching a home fitness invention. He now is trying to negotiate a nine-figure contract with NFL teams who are being told they're not allowed to negotiate with him because he's not a certified agent. That from Tom Pelissero, to which Lamar Jackson replied, Stop lying. That man never tried to negotiate for me with a couple of laughing emojis. And that's fine. Maybe he didn't try and negotiate, but it still doesn't mean he didn't try and reach out to generate interest, which he can't do either. So it does feel like... This is now entered into the realm of weirdness, and it just gets a little weirder every time that there's a new twist on the tail. Yeah, but not only is it weird, but I just don't like the tone of all of this. Um, Tom Palacero, like, that's that's shade. Oh, the way he he's reporting him. it, that's 100%, shade, man. 100%. That, he's shading it. Yeah. And I, I just I, I feel like this is going down a lane where – you're taking a pure football player. This is as pure a football player as you will get in 2020s and, and, and throughout history. He's just a football player. The kid loves to play ball, and, and, and that's, that's his thing. He wants to compete. He wants to be with his teammates, and I think that that should be stated, right? Because now we are starting to get so far removed from – 
who Lamar Jackson is, and it's starting to be replaced with with shade, with with almost like a character assassination. Yeah. That's what it seems like is taking place right now. It's almost like people are making it seem like this Flor- this Florida Florida guy, this Florida boy is is basically he's dumb. Yeah. He's dumb. Yeah. And and you know I, I just I don't like I don't like all of a sudden this brilliant young man like I never heard of a dummy being a, a a NFL MVP. I've never heard of it. Name me one dummy. Cuz even even the degenerates weren't dummies. They were just degenerates. So to me to to now start and and it's so sports. It's it's so sports media. If if a athlete does something that's out of the norm, if an athlete does something that people don't quite understand what their approach is, the first thing to do is to condemn and to to kind of assassinate, make fun of. It, it just to me, I feel like this storyline is becoming disturbing. Yeah, you said weird, and I think weird is a good word disturbing is the one that comes to mind for me it's you know what it is they're they're mocking lamar jackson and i get it like tom pelissero and this isn't a direct shot at tom pelissero as much it is as it is you know several people who cover the nfl there's a lot of nfl kiss asses out there that's just a reality and they're gonna defend the shield no matter what and look We've been accused of that at times talking about football on this show, and that that's all fair. The part that, to your point, that is a little bit obnoxious is the idea that we everybody knows that Lamar Jackson, if we want to if we want to score how this is going in the negotiation, everybody knows that Lamar Jackson's losing. He doesn't have the leverage. Baltimore's got all the leverage. We all know that. We don't got to sit and poke fun at him and poke fun at every single aspect of this whole thing. He's trying to get a deal for himself. It's not going well. He's made some mistakes across, along the way, and he's still trying to figure out how to get the deal he wants, and he's undermanned against a, a, an organization, a team, and now a bunch of NFL insiders who are covering this. The idea that everybody wants to go ahead and pick on the quote-unquote you know, uh, undersized or unarmed man in this whole situation. That's the part, to your point, I agree with. It feels like we ventured into that realm, and and I don't know why. It's like, turned into personal. Yeah, it's not I, I business. Yeah, I don't know why we're doing it. I really yeah, talk don't. about talk about the business of it. And if you don't have the facts of it, like don't be a. I, I was ready to get dumped on purpose too. <laughs> don't don't be that person. Like Tom Palacero, for you to write that, like you're that person. Like you're what's wrong with with media when you write something like that, you put it out there like that. That's what's wrong with media is 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 you're throwing out things like, oh, well, last week he was pitching a home fitness device. Now he's trying to negotiate a nine figure deal like that's you sound like a pompous ass. It's 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 snarky. It's snarky is, is all get out, man. It's snarky. It it's it reeks of elitist. It it. I mean, it it's just. I I don't like it at all. I don't. I don't like it. It doesn't. It to me. It does not serve a purpose. Like if we want to keep talking about what what the the developments are in terms of is somebody talking to Lamar Jackson and his camp. 
Like, to, to now make it into, let's attack Lamar Jackson, let's attack Lamar J- Like, it's like, it's so effing lazy is what it is. You're lazy. You're lazy reporting. You're, it's lazy coverage. It's so easy to sit there and say, oh, Lamar doesn't have representation. Lamar has, like, let me ask you this. Uh, on, on everything, and, and I'm curious because, you know, maybe, I'm, maybe I could be off. But if Lamar Jackson has a, an agency that's representing him, a major agency, a major agent, do you think Lamar Jackson is, is in a different scenario with his contract situation trying to get a, a more guaranteed money or, or a higher contract or just as high as Deshaun Watson? Go. I'll wait. Yes. I believe he's in a better spot. I still don't know if that means that he would get more than Deshaun Watson. Okay. Tell me how he's in a better spot. He's in a better spot because I feel like an agent would be able to offer up some sort of advice going through these negotiations. He would be able to offer up, you know, we could add on years here. We could tack on this here. We may not be able to get you the dollars here, but we could negotiate this. And and also from, from, from a personal standpoint, I feel like, as you pointed out, that would be the cartilage between him and the Ravens. And I don't think that it would take on this tone of contentiousness like it has. See, to me, I, I think it takes on contentiousness regardless and and I and everything that you just stated is all geared towards Lamar. Not one thing that you stated was geared towards the franchise. Not one thing. And so to me, when I'm looking at what's taking place here and how it's playing out, this is exactly what it has become about Lamar. Turn, shift, shift the focus, move the goalposts. It's not about the fact that Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson. Today, today, oh, 100%. Lamar Jackson, like everybody, for some strange reason, now all of a sudden Lamar Jackson's play is declining. Now Lamar Jackson is is a liability because of his style of play. Man, it is this. It plays out all too often when a guy like to me, if he has an agent in that agency, a reputable agent, a reputable agency, and he's asking for the same exact thing that he's asking for. Sure, that agent can provide the cartilage. Sure, that which is the separation between player and, and, and organization. Sure, that agent could sit there and talk to the, the, the franchise and see how close they could get it to, to the number that Lamar wants. Sure, he could give advice to Lamar Jackson. Nobody's going to dispute that a, a, a reputable agent can do all of those things but the bottom line here is they do not in Baltimore want to pay out a guaranteed contract and seemingly they don't want to pay out a high number of a contract so to me the bigger conversation here that seems to kind of be fading away because now we have totally focused in on an assassination of Lamar Jackson and who he is and his ability to make decisions that are proper for his career, we're not looking at at where the focus really should be, which is you have an elite franchise quarterback that is is basically being devalued in front of the entire country, in front of the entire football community. That's the that is the ground basis and the premise of why this continues to be a conversation. Yeah. They could have put a contract out there by now that that could have been you know acceptable by Lamar Jackson, and so could another uh, franchise. Another franchise could have done that as well. Oh. 
but if Baltimore looks at, like I think everybody, and this is how I look at, the Deshaun Watson contract as the exception, not the rule, I, I can't blame Baltimore for not wanting to give him that deal. That's why I pointed and out. And if I'm a player, I can't look at Deshaun Watson as being the exception to the rule. Aaron Rodgers, okay. Patrick Mahomes, okay. Hell, if you want to, if you want to throw out who, who, uh, Dak Prescott, okay. But Deshaun Watson, I, I agree. That that's why I said, look, we can we can point fingers at Baltimore, and and maybe their handling of this it can come into question, and we could point fingers. at But Lamar nobody's Jackson. attacking Baltimore. But how many how many reports from Tom Palacero have you seen attacking Baltimore oh. or or Brashadi? How how many people are attacking him? How many people are attacking these Baltimore, other teams? First, Baltimore's gotten criticized. They have. Oh, Be, come they, on. They've gotten criticized, but. In recent days, it feels like all the focus is is gone over to Lamar Jackson. I just think lost in all of this, outside of these two parties involved, is what the hell was Cleveland doing giving Deshaun Watson that deal? That's that's the issue. But they did it. I get it. They did it. it. They did it. And have have you heard anybody from Cleveland say, oh, man, we shouldn't have did that? Well, I haven't heard any reports. Well, no, they're still bitter that they lost uh, the Browns to Baltimore. What are you talking about? Huh. That, yeah, <laughs> I mean, listen, they're, they're focused. Well, they on got that them stuff. back now. I'll tell yeah. you that. Ha! Now we got all that pressure they on. Re- you. They really did, by the way. <laughs> take that pressure. <laughs> they really did. Oh, you want to take we'll, our football team? We'll, we'll ruin Watch your this. AFC North hopes. <laughs> and they big banked them. <laughs> they they went all in at a poker table, and now, now Baltimore's going. Wait, hold up, hold on a second. Hey, um, while you BSing, that could be like a real funny type of angle here. Like, like Baltimore, <laughs> like Art Modell picked them up and yep. took them to Baltimore. And yep. all these years later, we spoiled the relationship between the best thing that's happened to y'all since Ray Lewis <laughs> the, in Baltimore. The revenge of the Cleveland Browns. There yeah, you go. They finally got it. Finally got them. You know, we can't win a Super Bowl. You know what we can do? Ruin their relationship with their franchise quarterback in the organization. And, and the a move. divisional opponent, yes. by the way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's so funny. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. So we have ourselves information. We have ourselves a study that has been done, and it is a bad look for several fan bases in the NFL. Find out if one of those is yours next. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, 
tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith, and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Doc Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. We do have a potential addition to a great rivalry in the NFL. We'll tell you what that is. Again, a little over 10 minutes from now. Before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All, all your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you In Case You Missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Dilap. Dilap. Good morning, fellas. In case you missed this, an interesting study has been put together ranking all 32 NFL fan bases based off of how negative they are on social media, that being Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit. Averaging out the level of negativity from all these fan bases, it might surprise you who's at the top of this list. That being the Minnesota Vikings. 20% of their social media uh, responses and activity is negative. Rounding out that top five, you'll find the Bengals, the Ravens, the Lions, and Panthers all above or hovering around 12 to 20%. And then it might surprise you who's at the bottom. Jaguars at the bottom. Only 3% negative. 
Because they don't care. Yeah. I mean, they're just happy the team hasn't moved to London yet. No, they just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, go ahead. No, and, and they are joined there also by the Colts, Bucks, 49ers, and Saints, all below 6% negative on social media. Um, yeah, I mean. All right, so can we, like, diagnose why the Vikings fans might be upset? What are they angry about? Is it Kirk Cousins? Well, oh, they're Vikings. He's not that bad. That's true. They do have that Viking blood. Yeah, you got that Viking blood. And also, they're probably pissed because that mascot, Ragnar, I think they got rid of him a few years back, so he's no longer at games. Um, but I mean, I mean were... is that is that one of the greatest Viking names ever of all time? Ragnar. Ragnar. Yeah. <laughs> pretty great. It's pretty dope. Yeah. So the Vikings, I mean, Bengals fans, I think Bengals fans are, are number two on this list just because they're usually just ripped. I mean, they're supposedly they they drink more than any other fan base. Um, shout out to our, our fine folks listening in Cincinnati. I'm Uchrit, son of Uchrit. What? I'm Uchrit, son of Uchrit. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, you don't know about that. I do. Uchrit. Never heard son of him. Son of Uchrit. No, I, I don't. I, I don't yeah. know about that. Okay. Uh, I'm not not familiar with that. Uh, Baltimore fans being third, that makes some sense because they got problems. Uh, that that as we've as we've laid out, and then you got the Lions. Yeah, they they are seemingly pissed off. Um, where are the Commandos, by the way? They seem like they would be high. They don't care by now. They're about middle of the pack. They're in, hey. they're at 15, just uh, just next to the Raiders. Uh, about ten percent. That's about right. 10%. How about that, Lavar? They're so re- they're so closely related. They share a ranking. They share John Groot. Oh, oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. My bad. Come on. My bad. I can't send an email. Is it too soon? Yeah. Is it too soon? You can't All send right, an email bad. without uh, without getting shamed for it. That's <laughs> uh, that's terrible. My bad. Um, so yeah, that's listen. Right around fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of the pack with the Rams and the Raiders. Mm. Kansas City's at 21. Yeah, what do they got to be pissed off about? They should be dead last. I mean, come on. Dead last. Yeah. But it's the Col- it's the Jaguars and the Colts. So, good look for the AFC South. <laughs> the Jaguars. I mean, they finding things to do in Duval. Yeah, they are. They had to care about them to begin with. I mean, you you could tell by Baselli just now getting in and Fred Taylor still not in that they just don't care about football there. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Wait till you see what Berno said because Berno doesn't care about this show right now. <laughs> I can, oh, 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 we geez. got uh, something going on. Oh, we got a lot going on. We got uh, a lot going on. That's, yeah, uh, the two. The I two. Think, yeah. The two. Oh, my God. All right. Lee, what else you Guys, got? speaking about negativity, specifically from the Ravens <laughs> on social media, Har- uh, Marlon Humphrey took after Kawhi <laughs> Leonard. Kawhi Le- yeah, I got that mixed up. Kawhi, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard uh, showing off his 20-year-old Chevy Tahoe. A lot of fans happy with how humble he is, still driving his old fir- first car. Marlon Humphrey going on social media saying, this is actually just dumb uh, based off safety and upgrades alone oh, since come on, 1997. Man. Come on. That's so dumb. Yeah. That's so dumb. I my, my car is almost 20 years old. Still got my my yeah. first car. <sighs> LeVar well, takes the some private because jet. of necessities, some because of they want to. Yeah. You know, that's all I say. I'm a hoarder. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 